So make sure you're also armed with your faith project this morning. So you're armed with your faith project because it is a Monday morning, your first, your first Monday morning in 2021, right? Pastor Ron K, good morning, Ma. Good morning, good morning. Yeah, no wine this morning. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I think um, the 20-day word has really set the, uh, set the mind, set the focus for the year. And as we um, kick off now, and then we start to look into how we push with this kind of word. And then yesterday we had our communion. So it's been an awesome family moment. But that's what the word does. What the word does is it brings unity within the houses, within the families, then you start getting closer to each other because you're spending so much time in the Word, 20 days of Word. And I didn't think, I, I was imagining what it could be like to say, have 20 days of Word. And God was so faithful because every day the man of God had something new to say. So powerful. And every day something new to learn and to add into our locker. But I'm not even here for doing a review. I want to kind of gauge your, your mind and find out exactly where everybody stands. Because for me, the whole of the 20 days, all I've been hearing is faith. That's all I've been hearing is faith. And that's my simple translation of the word, is faith, faith, faith. And I sincerely believe, simplified, that's what this year is about. So... Previously, I would have spoken to you guys about how things went last year and saying, okay, that this year is like this and this year is like that. And I'm accustomed to doing that in Paul's family and just telling you guys, hey, this is what the year is going to look like. According to the word, this is what it's going to be like. There is no way you can prosper this year. There is no way you can move into next level this year. There is no way without the word and the building of your faith. It's impossible. So remove all the... All the smart gimmicks, all the wise stuff, remove all of that. There's a year for those things. There's a time where you've got to put yourself together and, and, and have a structure and all those kind of things. But this is not the year for that. This is a year of faith. So those who prosper this year are those who spend the most time in the Word. They spend the most time in the Word. And if your nation family, if you're Paul's family, if you're nation family, you already know that's like a... That's like, um, that's almost unfair. It's like a handicap. That's the word. It's like a handicap, right? It's like God is literally giving you an advantage. And when I say a handicap, handicap to the other side. God is giving you an advantage to say, hey, you guys, all you need to know is this message. And that is like um, Evangelist Jaden was saying, that is the foolishness to the world which is God's wisdom, meaning that just to know Christ and the power of the resurrection, just to know that is enough. So I'm buzzing. I'm, excuse me, but I'm, I'm, I'm really buzzing this year. Buzzing in terms of I, I'm so confident in what it is that we have to do. So I wasted no time. We had an awesome spell with the wine people. Great contract. Nothing bad about it at all. But immediately, God just told me, cut it. Cut it. Find something else. Because you need time in the Word now. 
just cut it. Doesn't matter if if he was bringing in hundred million or two million or whatever. Cut it and get into the word. So I've been obsessed. And for any of you guys that know me, <laughs> it's been um, Gideon's army. I for me that's the perfect preaching. Do you have a SoundCloud that you just um, connect to? Let me see if you can answer me, guys. Do you have a SoundCloud that you just connect to? A word that PT has preached that you just, for you, that's you. That's just you. I think I was speaking with the guys. I was speaking with Stephen and Arthur, and we're discussing, and Alex, and we're discussing the ones that connect to us. And we're talking, listen, for Gideon's army, right? Revival Gideon's army. Once I start banging that, so I think... Um, Pastor Debo has been under punishment because his room is right next to mine. So every morning, at least three times a morning, he's just hearing, what is good reports? Good reports, it's <laughs> just banging in his ear, bam, bam, bam. Yes, sir, thinker's world for me right now. Yeah. So, yeah, courage. Okay, there's one called courage, I don't know. But that's what that SoundCloud does for me. It just raises goosebumps on my hands, on my skin. I'm already geared up for whatever that day is holding. There's no, there's no holding back. So that SoundCloud is just hitting this poor guy every morning. Bam, bam. It's hitting him on blast. It's so loud. Yeah, it's so loud. It's like I'm just announcing that I'm up. That's the way it is in Gold House. Once you hear it, it's like, oh man, this guy's up now. And I'm hitting this thing hard. And I'll do hit it at least three, four, five times in the morning. Then in the nighttime, I start again, my ritual again. And I would hit it, hit it, hit it till I sleep. I know all the break time. I know when PT pause. I know when PT says this. I know when he's speaking tongues. So I'm in the shower and I'm just reciting this thing. It's almost like... Um, you know how you recite, I believe in God the Father. <laughs> it's almost like that for me. <clears throat> there are three I have to mix together. Yeah. Usually you mix them up and then you come up with one serious concussion and then you go slam Brixton. That's how, that's how the preachers do it, you know. So when you, when you are listening to us preaching the word, it's just going through the word going through the word ourselves, and then we're listening to something again that PT is preaching, and we're mixing it all together. So that, that SoundCloud is talking about faith. It's the faith line. It's the revival. It's the faith line. It is these are they that did something, even though they didn't look like they can do. So I'm obsessed on it, and, I'm, and I urge you all to find something that you can listen to and you can study, actually. So let's go to Hebrews. And we'll talk this morning, and we'll just, and then we'll preach, and then we'll teach. We're just going to do a low, whole load of things. But I have to go on what has been moving me now. It says faith in action. My Bible labels it faith in action. It says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for. And assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. 
So it said, now faith is confidence about what we hope for. So I was speaking to you about this, I think, like maybe uh, last week or so. That faith is confidence about what you hope for. It's assurance about what you do not see. So the first thing about faith is there has to be a hope. Yeah, it is confidence about what you hope for. So that confidence, remember PT was um, dealing with the word confidence, but I'm going to deal with the word hope because that's what I was speaking to you about last time. That if there's a hope there, then you're close to having faith. There has to be a hope, hinged on a hope. It's hinged on a hope. So the very simple thing is, what do you hope for? Now, I started to speak to you about what do you hope for? Because this is how your year is going to go. There has to be a hope connected to the hearing of the word. So you're hearing the word, but there has to be a hope attached to that hearing of the word. So you cannot just be hearing, of, hearing the word without any hope. And that hope is the word God has given you. So Toby said something about how Christ couldn't die and see decay. Why? Because he's gone into the grave with a word. And as far as he's gone into the grave with a word, there is a hope that God can work with. He's gone in with a confidence. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I was saying this to you guys, I think maybe last week, and I'm just recapping myself before I get into what I want to talk about. That you, he goes into the grave with a confidence. What, what kind of journey is that? That's, that's almost like what PT says, a hopeless journey into um, hope or faith. Or I can't remember how that preaching went. But he, you, you're going on this journey that seems so hopeless, but all you carry along with you is a word. And that's one of the things I said to myself this year. Okay, so I get what you want to do, God. I get that this year is a year of faith. But the only, thing you, the only thing you carry along with you on this journey is a word. And you've got to sink into this word to the point where you and this word become one. Then you understand that word. So that when the man of God is speaking, it's based off of that hope that you're hearing. Are you with me? So in the mind of Moses, and I, and I was saying this again to you guys, in the mind of Moses... The hope attached to Moses' heart is, I'm sent to save these people. I'm sent to save these people. I believe. It doesn't matter. So, so what's so crazy is, he's not seen a sign. He's not seen, remember, this is before the burning bush. He's not seen any great sign or anything like that. He's not seen anything like that. What he is just convinced on, He's just convinced, he just has confidence that over the 400 years of slavery of this nation, I'm the person, I'm the person that's meant to bring these guys out of slavery. Can you imagine that? So that you can too, you too can look at your year now and start to look at your year how you should so that you can get results out of your year. Because it's a year of faith. It is a year where faith is how you travel. Light is how you travel. This man has grown up and everything inside Moses' heart is just telling him, I'm the savior of these people. What about Joshua? The faith in Joshua, the hope that Joshua has is, my master Moses, I'm going to just continue everything he does. No matter what. 
I'm going to do everything. So remember, I've been telling you guys about the, the exemplary student is Joshua. So when Pastor Toby was talking about leadership yesterday, he had a brief discussion on leadership saying, I don't know about you, but what I know about leader, leadership is if I've called this person my leader, whatever it is they're doing or whatever it is they say they want me to do is what I'm going to do. We can talk about questioning later on. That's the kind of life Joshua lived. Why? Because as the Israelites were there messing up at the bottom of the mountain, and I'm, and I'm just giving you these examples before I get into other things. As the Israelites were messing up at the bottom of the mountain, at the bottom of the hill or whatever, Moses comes down in anger, breaking the commandments and then instructing his student, listen, go in and cut down. Go in and cut down anyone who what? Anyone who has been worshipping. That, that image so Sam, I know my phone might be going off and stuff. I hope it won't affect this if my phone goes off and cuts off. It won't affect anything. Okay, perfect. So I'm happy. Because usually that happens to me when I'm on. So Joshua, in all the zeal and all the passion of being a student and also his faith, his hope in his master, Moses, he goes into the camp. He's, I said to you guys that I believe this guy has killed his cousin or his sister. It's possible. He could have gone into a tent, seen an auntie or seen an uncle, and seen them in the middle of worship and just pull out his sword and say, hey, I'm sorry it has to end like this. And they, they shout it, ah, Josh, 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 are you really going to do this, Josh? Say, I'm sorry, I've got to cut you down. Ah, Josh, is this, so this is what happened when you've been following this man, Josh. Before they can say Josh again, their heads are rolling. But such hope hinged on something. I'm, I'm telling you, so I was saying to the guys out doing the word that this thing called faith, it, when you begin to think about it, like, like um, um, Jaden was saying, about how men decided something and because men have put their mind to something, God is saying that it's going to be difficult for us to stop these people. Let me tell you that a woman was not really a prostitute. A woman was not really a prostitute because of faith. That, that her name will be mentioned in the, in the hall of fame of faith. Why? Because she, to the point, her hope, let me tell you this, her hope drove her to the point of selling her body. You don't understand. Like, unlike the other prostitutes who are sleeping with people for money, she's sleeping with people because she just needs to survive to the day of her hope. The day of her hope is all she's longing for because she's been open for something. She's been saying that the people who really own this country or this nation, they're going to come. The people who will liberate this Jericho and free all of us, they're going to come. But I'm just going to exist now up until that time. I know when my time will come. There are very few professions in that time. So I know it's going to sound very weird to think of this, but that's, that's as far as her hope could have driven her. And that's why it's difficult to judge in, in certain situations because how does she end up in the book of faith? How does she end up in the, in the hall of fame of faith? Because she's been driven there. There's a hope she's been waiting for. And, and that hope drove her to doing some things, right? <laughs> So there's so many people in this, in the book of the Hall of Fame. 
And so God says to you, this was, this was the only way that these people could please me. Why? Because I too, as God, I've only ever demonstrated faith. And so just as PT was saying it, I was saying it to the house, saying to them, listen, God too had to demonstrate this faith to prove that it was with him in the beginning. And some people in the house said, sir, how? How did God demonstrate this faith? So I said to them, listen, how does a man have a child without a wife? And I know it sounded mad crazy when I was saying it. I said, God didn't have a wife. He didn't have someone to, to, to go to bed with or someone to say, oh yeah, this is where our, uh, um, our son will come from. That his, his hope to create and his hope to have something hinged on someone is longing for a son. He's longing for a son. That hope is then driven, that confidence in that hope is then driven for God to just give birth. That's where you have the son creation. And so then PT started saying it just to affirm what I was saying. So that's why it's only possible to please God by faith because he too has demonstrated. I think there was a time uh, last year where the doctors were approving and saying it's called asexual reproduction where only one parent gives birth to another um, another, what is it called now? Not like a child, but can, can reproduce. Am I right, doctor? Can have an offspring. So a parent can have an offspring. It's called asexual because it's just one parent. But you see how God demonstrated that. And I'm just trying to take you through faith now and how your hope will drive you to a place of madness where you don't know that you've entered into the fire line, the machine of faith. You've entered the machine of faith just by the longing of a hope, the confidence in a hope, this confidence you've held on to. And that's why I'm taking you this, this morning. That as we then go, so Pastor Sandra, if you don't go to, um, yeah, I think you're going to have to read one of those scriptures. Just tell me where you're reading from. Let's go to the first scripture, not the Romans one, the first one in First John. My dear children. Where, where are you reading from? First John, chapter two, sir. First John two, go on. My dear children. Mm-hmm. I write this to you so that you will not sin. Uh-huh. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the world. We know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Okay, if you quickly get to verse 7. Dear friends, I'm not writing you a command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. Yeah. This old command is the message you have heard. Yet I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in him and in you. Uh-huh. Because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. Yeah. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. Yeah. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light. Okay, so it said anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister 
is still in the darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light. I need you to quickly go, guys. If you can quickly go and get the, the definition of the speed of light. I just want you to get that speed of light thing. I know it's going to sound like a lot of stuff for the morning, but it's gonna, I'll simplify it for you so you can understand where I'm coming from. If you just pull that up, um, and you can do from wherever you are, as Pastor Sandra's pulling it up, but I just wanted to explain something very quickly. Yeah, so I think it's the Wikipedia um, description. The speed of light in vacuum, commonly denoted, oh. is a universal physical constant important in many areas of physics. Its exact value is defined as 299,792. <laughs> that's going to be some crazy stuff. If you give me so, I think I'll find where I'm, where I'm going with that. Yeah, just give it quickly. Yeah. Okay, I think I meant speed of light by time. Speed of light and time. Can I use your thing real quickly? So speed of, of lights and time. I know some of you just hate physics, so whatever. Aha, there it goes. The faster the relative velocity, the greater the time dilation between one another with the rate of time reaching zero as it approaches the speed of light. So just focus on the last bit where it says, with the rate of time, the rate of time reaches zero as you approach the speed of light. Yeah? If you just say that for me so that they can hear you. With the rate of time reaching zero as one approaches the speed of light. Okay, so physics will tell us then that if you travel at the speed of light, time becomes zero. Nana is shaking and said, yeah, that's correct. Because <laughs> these are the physics people around me. So the rate of time becomes zero as you approach the speed of light. So what is God trying to say here? Remember now, with what Pastor Toby has been speaking, is connoted light to what? Love. And of course, love being God and faith and God being one and the same. So this is your charge for this morning and this is your charge for the rest of the year. It is that first John chapter 2 verse 9 saying, Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother and sister is still in the darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. But anyone who hates a brother and sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. So the, the intensity of your journey this year is depending on how closely in love you can walk because you may have hope and faith towards something. But if you're not walking in love because love is that light 
Love is that light that allows you to travel fast. So I was saying to someone yesterday, my fear is that you know too much and your knowing too much will make you order your steps. And you've ordered your steps in a way where after this I do this and after this I do this. The ladder of life is what I'm afraid for you. The ladder of life makes you have to live 30 years before you see a certain result that in the fire line of faith, in the transportation of light and love, you could have traveled there in lesser time. Because it is known already that the only fastest way in for you to travel will be inside the light. So that's why the scripture says you have to walk in that light. That light is the love. It's God's love. And very simple, you, the lowest way to demonstrate that love is your brother and sister. So I remember when I was speaking and I was talking about fellowship and saying how this is the year of fellowship. I don't know if any of you remember that. Now, this is how simply you keep up with this year. Make sure you're constantly fellowshipping with each other. I know what is easy to do is to go into the word in your room and start banging the word and saying, ah, I'm in the word, I'm in the word, I'm doing my thing. But I need you to find partners in which you can share the word with this year. I need you to build strong bridges of fellowship this year. Because there has to be a testing of your love. There has to be a testing of that fellowship. God has to be able to test you so that you will know when you've stepped out of the transportation that allows faith to work. You have to know, when have I stepped out of that transport that allows me to accomplish this thing by faith? What are you doing? Okay, okay, quickly, quickly though. You, you can't, can't tell, tell me, me to continue because I, I, I don't like, like this. Hurry up, please. Yeah, yeah. So, so sorry about, about that. that. I, I think, think they just came to really, really just charge my, my piece or whatever I was using. So, there's, there's a, a transportation, transportation system now. And God, and God is just, just saying to you, if, if you're, you're going, going to live and, and enter into this hall of fame of faith, there has, has to be a fellowship. fellowship. I'm, I'm trying, trying to break, break down these things so that it becomes very simple, simple for us to know, okay, okay what, what is next, next now? The, the first thing, thing you need to do this year is build bridges of fellowship. How will I grow in the word and grow in love? I need brothers and sisters attached to me. The unity of the, the family, family, the unity, unity of, of everybody. So I'm seeing you guys, guys talking, talking to me. They said it, it's, they they said it's echoing. echoing. So, so the, the unity of the family, the unity of everyone attached to you, these are the things you will use to test the vehicle in which you're traveling with. It's that light. That light is the love. Are you with me this morning? That light is the love. Is, I, hope, I hope the sound is sorted out now. It sounds weird. Okay. Okay, is it better now? Okay, it's better now. Thank you. 
Pastor Sandra, if you just go to that next scripture, though, go to another scripture for me. John chapter 8. Okay. Verse 12. John 8, verse 12. Go ahead. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, mm-hmm. but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him. Here you are, appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Okay, so then Jesus goes on to say something like this. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. These are just scriptures to affirm that in order to follow the line of faith, you have to travel that line of faith by light. And that light is love. Love and light are one and the same. I need you to see this thing this simple because I, I really need you to get it because I don't, I don't like when we get confused over very simple things or make things look so, um, so complicated when they're not. You have a faith project this year and I know many of you have your faith project. I don't know what your faith project is but I know many of you have your faith project and you may be so, you're sowing towards your faith project, you're doing whatever you've got to do towards your faith project. But in order for you to get results from that thing, it has to be hinged in fellowship. There has to be a fellowship. There has to be a a unity. So God started his faith project in the beginning. His faith project is man. I'm going to make man. That's his hope. That's his longing. That's his hope. But there has to be a fellowship And this fellowship will decide, the love, the bond in this fellowship will decide how fast God travels in order to see this project through. So he says, let us make man in our image. And so the world understanding that it is by the speed of light in which they can achieve results, that's why in these times, what you will see greatly in these times is your favorite companies promoting community. Your favorite companies, your big institutions will start promoting community and the coming together. How was the United States formed? It's the coming together. How was the United Kingdom formed? It's the coming together. There must be a display of love. The display of love is the entering of the transport called light. Because light, the traveling through light, is what elapses the time. It shortens time for you to achieve a result. I hope you're getting what I'm saying. I'm trying to just make it very simple so that you can leave this morning. And in the excitement of your faith project, you know what it's tested on. It's tested on unity. It's tested on love. It's tested on, on fellowship. So the preaching yesterday is absolutely what PT is trying to say to you is this is a year where you want to move forward in something and God is just saying this is the principles for the year. It's going to be a faith year. But then you now have to look around for where where is the fellowship? Where is my fellowship? And your fellowship is where? It's nation family. (coughs) Your fellowship is Paul's family. That's your fellowship. That is where the the relationships are tested and tugged. So I was speaking to one of you again, saying, make sure this year, this is your charge for this year. Don't get involved in tribalism. 
<laughs> I know I called it tribalism to her. You know when people say crazy things like, oh, no, 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 in that fellowship they do things like that. And I'm, I'm not a fan of that kind of behavior. Anybody who speaks to you about an encounter with me and Paul's family or any of you guys who are close to me, you know already. I always promote you guys speaking to the other families and the other leaders. Why? Because not every skill resides in the Paul's house. Not every skill or not every um, expert um, resides in the Paul's house. So tribalism is your easy way. It's your easy way of shortening, of shortening your journey to achieving your faith project. Why? Because you've cut yourself off from a fellowship, a relationship you should have had that would have helped you achieve your faith project in a certain time quicker. So sometimes I speak about Night Shield. The, the, the director of Night Shield is Pastor Daniel Ihediwa. He's, a, he's the lead pastor um, in um, Elite Family. So when PT is saying certain things, I know sometimes some things can sound, you know when your father speaks, you can dumb it down as a child and say, oh, you know, he just wants us to be happy. <laughs> no, the testing of the faith project is hinged on a relationship. Because the light of love is how determines the speed of travel. It determines how quickly you get there. So I said to him, make sure, make sure you're a conduit this year. Conduit meaning that I know that you, there are many things going on that are like what you're doing, but not really what you're doing. Support them still. Excuse me. Support them still. I don't want you to pick side. Don't. Don't pick side. I want you to travel fast this year, I was saying to her. I said to her, make sure if this side calls you, say, yes, so what can I do? What can we work? If another side calls you, say, okay, so what are you guys doing? Then you can go back to your own thing and say, okay, this is what I'm doing here. You don't have to say, Ah, oh, no, um, they started, it looks like my own son. No, you don't have to do that. Why? Because you don't know what is there. The relationship there is all God wanted to see for your thing to move quicker. So the world has understood this. When they want to start a country, goodness me, look at this. When they wanted to start United States of America, that country is built on faith in God, like they say. I know you may doubt that, but if you even look at their dollar note, they say God and whatever stuff. I don't know Illuminati. And I don't know that far, please. Don't attach me to Illuminati. I learned from PT. The day we went somewhere and the woman tried to play, pray against Illuminati, he just distanced himself. So I'm not going to even get into that. Please, Illuminati, I'm not calling you out. <laughs> please, I'm not calling you out. So all I know of that nation is Shade say is God is what is here. That's as far as I know. And they called a meeting and they decided in that meeting, men of power and substance, you know, each of them can be their own big boy on their own. Each of them can be their own big boy. I'm sure the Washingtons and, and all these, their founding fathers, the Benjamin Franklins and co. But they sat down on a round table and decided the faith of a nation and said, we must build this thing. The testing of that relationship, 
The bond of that relationship is what you see as today as the United States of America. There's a fellowship going on there. There's a love triangle going on there. There's a love relationship going on there that allows them, that light allows them to travel so far. So you know why they call Africa third world? There's no unity in Africa. All the leaders are bamboozled and crazy. And so they can't travel fast enough. They're still in the third world. Do you know what time that is? Someone sat down and judged you and said, you are three worlds away. Do you know it's so bad? My, my dad worked for the United Nations, my biological father. And he said that they even had to scratch out the term third world because it started to seem derogatory. So they just now say, have you heard of the new term? They, heard, they call it developing country. They say, oh, you're from Ghana. Oh, you're from a developing country. Oh, you're from um, Sierra Leone. You're from a developing country. They really mean to say you're from the third world. You people have not understood faith, hope, and love. For these three things exist. Faith, hope, love. And the greatest of these is what? Faith? Is that what Paul say? No. Can you get that scripture for me, please? And the greatest of these is what? Um, hope? Is that what Paul said? No. The greatest of this is the logistic, is the transportation that allowed you to travel to achieve the hope that you longed for in faith. Yeah, go ahead. Now we see but a dim reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Mm. Now I know in part. Mm -hmm. Then I shall know fully, yeah. even as I am fully known. Mm -hmm. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. But the greatest of these, now these three remain. Certain guys speak, and I still get goosebumps when they talk. Imagine Paul speaking about this thing. Please don't read your Bible so dull, dully, like, uh, like it's one, um, uh, what's your pharmacology book? It's not your pharmacology book. It's the book of life. So you, you have to get into the moment of what's being said. And he's preaching powerfully and telling them these three things remain. Faith, hope, love, and the greatest. And you can imagine Paul just being very animated and theatrical about it. And the greatest of these is what? The transport. The logistic system that allows you to move quick into that space of time. So someone sits down, and I told you guys, especially in Paul's family, it says, for those of you who are led by the Spirit of God, they are, you are the sons of God. You cannot be led by your feeling. You cannot be led by your feeling. Don't start companies on companies house. Many people are doing companies house and doing website and don't do those things. First test, what is your love capacity? Will you be able to see through this faith project? It first starts off as a faith project. It's in your heart. It's a faith project in your heart. The hope of that project is what builds daily as you hear the word. Are you with me? The hope of that project builds daily as you're sowing. It's building daily. Why? You want to see the coming together of this thing. And then God tests it by bringing certain relationships around you. Very simple. 
For the greatest of these is love. That in the beginning, as man is being made, God's hope is to create someone to have fellowship with him called man. That hope then leads to a final, listen, let there be light. Let's get to this thing. Let's make this thing happen. But it's all hinged on the Trinity relationship there. So as I said to you, I've been going in and out on these faith words. I spoke to you last week about instructions through the Holy Spirit on faith and how it is impossible for you to live a life of faith. This is me coming out of transportation now. You've learned about transportation. Please make sure you wrote down whatever I said on transportation. I will give you more scriptures as we come off. But your transportation is love. That's your transport. That's what you abide in. Abide in me and I may abide in you. You must abide in that, in that vehicle called love. It moves fast. It allows you to see, right? So you write down that as your, um, as your means to see through your faith project this year. Someone said, oh, yes, sir, I'm about to start my... Have you got a scripture for me? Yeah, go ahead. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he did not see death. Wow, I think I didn't even know that I could understand that scripture now. So he said, by faith, Enoch was taken up so he could not see death. A, a faster way of travel Enoch found out of an obsession and a love, a love relationship he found that set him to a transportation that he was not able to even see death anymore. So you're thinking on your faith project and I don't want us to enter into that ladder of system. Don't enter that ladder of system. Um, someone will say to you, but how is it that you can keep on sowing? You're not saving. You should be saving to build your company. You should be saving. Like whenever you get 1K, 500, da, 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 you should be saving to build your company. Ah, why are you giving in order to achieve? And then you just say, hey, you don't understand. Is a love relationship. And this relationship, it profits me for me to give because this relationship allows me to travel. You know, I now understand the scripture, um, Pastor Sandra, where Christ then says, if someone asks you to journey with them one mile, go with them too. I'm understanding that scripture. Why? It's like just saying, you, do you know that in the midst of conversation, do you know that certain, certain journeys are quicker? If any of you live far and you've had to go somewhere, um, sorry, not live far, if any of you live in a certain point and you've had to go somewhere that's a bit out of distance, have you ever traveled that thing on your own? You travel it on your own and you're literally counting the minutes, you're counting the seconds. Damn, this, thing is, this place is far. And you come back and say, it's far. We would know. Uh, I think um, we've done our wine contract. So we'll tell you, you bang that thing on your own. <laughs> you bang that thing on your own. Um, Pastor James and Musa, imagine doing Tombridge on your own. Imagine doing Tombridge on your own. No one to talk to, no one to, to, to joke with, no one. That's so difficult. But Jesus already gave a, an example of travel there. It's, and it was love he was talking about, but I'm just understanding it now that it's love. Saying that if someone offers you to join them, bro, come with me. 
This is my relationship now, my love relationship, my fellowship. Come with me. He said, if it's one mile, if they're really going two miles, go with them too because you, it cuts down the journey time. So, oh, that was quick today. Why? Because you are in fellowship. <laughs> I don't know if you get what I'm saying. How did we build a company in a year? It looks like it's been running five, ten years. Because it's a fellowship, actually. When you come into the company, who are you still seeing? You're still seeing your pastor, Neona. You're still seeing your pastor, James. You're still seeing your pastor, Alex, your pastor. It's, a, it's just fellowship. It's just we decided, okay, we're fellowship, but we just decided let's also work. So all of a sudden, things that should have taken three, four years, what happened? It shortened the time because there's, there's a fellowship to base your love travel on. There's something there. There's, a, there's an equation that you can take advantage of, which is the speed of light travel, which is love. Yeah? Just talk to me so I know that you're, you're still with me. I don't want to talk at you. Let me see what, how, how long do I have. Okay, just a few minutes. Talk to me. Are you with me? And I hope you've been taking things down on what I've said. So I will try and come on every morning to speak what I've received from what Pastor Toby has said. It's very easy for me to do that. If he speaks, I can be able to um, simplify some things for you and for me also. Because as I speak, I also start understanding things. So... Speak, talk to me, guys. So, um, yes, sir, keep flowing. Thank you. Okay, so you're, you guys are all on because I don't want to be talking to myself. Is there any more scriptures there, um, Pastor Sandra? Go ahead. What, what other scriptures is there that I need to go into? For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. Who's that? You know. <laughs> and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Go to Colossians. Go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. Go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. I need you to see something else here. One of my favorite books is Colossians. One of my favorite books is Colossians. The Son is the image of the invisible God. Mm -hmm. Visible and invisible. And invisible. Mm -hmm. Whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been, been created through him. through him and for him. Yep. He is before all things. And in him all things. Okay, you have to stop because this, this scripture sparks my head. This, this scripture sparks my head. I can never read through the whole thing without stopping and going, ah! So you remember Pastor Toby speaking about the sun now. So again, this is the body of faith. That is, this is your advantage from being wedded to this body. Pastor Sandra is echoing. This is the advantage of being wedded to this body is that for Christ now, all things have been made for him. So how do you how are you then not able to achieve is that if you're not in that body 
Let me just explain this very easily to you. Faith is what? Confidence in what? Things not seen, right? Or confidence in the things hoped for, sorry. Is the confidence in the things hoped for. So as far as I'm hoping within that union, as far as my hope, if you leave that, that, that relationship, if you leave that unity, if you leave this joining of you and Christ, the church and Christ, if you leave that, I can't guarantee you that you can successfully build your faith project outside of the body. Because for him, all things were made for him. So it's to your benefit that you remain in that union. I don't know if you get what I'm saying, because those people who understand how people go get sugar daddy and things like that, I'm not calling Christ a sugar daddy, please. But those people who go for external relationship is because they were tormented in a relationship or in a certain relationship they couldn't see the most out of certain of life or something like that that's usually what causes that i think one of the biggest breakdown in marriages and stuff is always going to be financial stuff it's always going to be finances so now here is a union for you to consider as you build it describes the the person be wedded to the church, be wedded to our union, to our unity, the church, the body. Now, this is the, this is the person. He said, the son is the CV of the guy. The son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him, all things were created. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers. Whether thrones or powers or rulers, or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. So you sit down and you consider the scripture, excuse me, and then with this scripture you go into Hebrews and you start to read about these men. It said, by faith Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went. The, the madness of the faith of Abraham is that you're already in, you already live in good circumstance. You're not suffering in your father's house, but you've hoped for something bigger. This is the faith. This is the, this is the relationship he has with Christ. Now he's, he's hoped for something bigger and that sets him out on a journey. He still can't see it. To the point of three days ago in, when Pastor Toby was preaching, I'm still explaining to the house how you guys don't understand this faith. That someone is not really, you're not seeing God in front of you. It's a hope built up inside you. Oh God. It's a hope built up inside you. You just believe, you just know. Whatever I'm seeing is not for you. To understand, I'm seeing it, but I'm going to see this thing till you can see it. I understand that you can't see what I'm seeing. I understand you can't perceive what I'm seeing. So imagine a place where a man wakes up one morning and what he hears in his mind, because God is not standing in front of him physically. He's just hearing, go and kill your son. I need your son. 
What woman can marry such man? Now, how are you going to go explain to your wife that, oh, yeah, by the way, the God guy. <laughs> I don't, ah, this God person has instructed me to kill the son we've been waiting for. The son we've been looking for. He sent me to go kill him. Listen, as a woman now, I'm just thinking, the following of Abraham around all these years, you've endured. <laughs> you've, you've been through it, right? You've endured and, and he's looked crazy many times because again, this faith thing is not visibility. It's visibility inside your heart. Because you're in a relationship where you, know, you just know all things were made for this person. All things were made. As far as I reside in fellowship with that body, all things are made for me. But you can't express and show these things. Then one day you decide to say, listen, we have to go kill this boy. He can't even say it. But look at the madness of this faith. The madness of this hope and this love relationship that he takes that boy to the mountain to go kill him. That even God goes, okay, this is interesting. This man has already killed his son in his heart. So the first resurrection, the, the, so it, it says, I think hopefully you can find that scripture, that it, it was already credited that um, Isaac, right? Is it Isaac? That Isaac died. It's already credited that Isaac died because in the heart of his father, he's as good as gone. If you can understand the, the ferocity of that kind of hope and faith, if you can understand the ferocity of that kind of love, then it's easy for you to build your own faith project because you cannot see what it is you're hoping for. But are you ready to listen to the word are you ready to develop a relationship where you can follow the instructions of the word in your heart? So God says, I will place my, my laws in their mind and in their heart. Why? That's how I will talk to them. So they're going to look mad. They're going to look crazy a lot of time. I love what Pastor Toby was saying about Noah. That in the time where people had gold and silver, I said this to you last week, in the time people had money, I need you to understand this. It's not that people didn't have money. People had gold and silver and cattle and sheep and lamb. How did this guy wake up and start saying, no, my own capital is trees. I'm still speaking to you about faith line here. Faith project. Traveling your faith project because of fellowship and that love relationship that allows you to travel fast. I'm still speaking to you about these things. How does a guy wake up and say, no, our own capital is trees. It's going to be trees. We're just going to knock down trees. What I remember I was just in here. I said, she would start to say, no, no, what's going on? Everybody is at work. Your head chopping down trees. I need you to see that it's as mad today as it was then. Don't think, oh, yeah, then it was a bit okay. No, it's as mad today as you perceive it in your mind as it was then. Faith line has set you forth this morning on a Monday, and I'm going to be on every day breaking down the word as God gives me grace to and simplifying it to as much as you can do. I was saying to Pastor Memuna, I'm so happy 
of this project you started is called the harvesters. So we have we actually now have a farmer in the nation. So nation family is so apostolic and prophetic. There's even farming profession is is there. So <laughs> so she was showing me her first harvest. If she comments also. She was showing me the first harvest, their first fruits. It was okra and onions and things like that. And I was saying to her, so this, you're actually doing this. Like you're actually planting stuff and it grows and you sell. You're actually a farmer. She said, yes. Yeah. So when we're talking seed and sowing, you're actually doing this. She said, yeah. What's it going to take though for you to, if that's your faith project or whatever becomes your faith project, if it develops into something else, whatever. What do you do? You, there's a hope attached to that thing. It's not the actual business. I told you, Night Shield is not my faith project. God gave me my faith project. It's to support um, Pastor Toby. And that's the, that's the faith project of the entire Paul's family. So you can connect with that project. It's to support Pastor Toby in all mission. Now, they will give you tools, but that's my faith project. That's the project. That's, it's not, Night Shield is not the project. It's the tool to achieve the project. So you two got to connect, because remember, your faith project has to be, has to be that thing that makes you look crazy. Do you get what I'm saying? It has to be that thing that makes you look mad. Mine is such because, and Paul's family's one is such, because mine is Paul's family's one, as the leader of Paul's family. Because that's the person that sets the bar of imagination and faith for me. So I expect to hear words as God directs through that man that sound impossible. And that's why every time I come on, you should have titled this thing, Impossible is Nothing. That's how I'm going to come on for the rest of this year, is Impossible is Nothing. I don't care what scope it is. We can be talking about um, seed or whatever. I don't care. It's just always make sure my scopes are titled Impossible is Nothing. Because that person speaks and makes me feel, can we do this? And that's the challenge. That's the rising of faith inside me. So your, 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 your faith project can't be um, Bitcoin company. Or it can't be um, uh, nation education. It's got to be something bigger. Because you kind of see according to those companies. No, that's your tool. Your faith project has to be the thing that when you step in that zone, it looks mad. What are you doing here? It's like Noah saying his faith project is to build the ark. His faith project is not build the ark. That's the tool to accomplish the faith project. The faith project is to save what is left of mankind that are righteous in God's eye. That's the faith project. Now, how you do that, Noah, is going to be something else. Build me an ark. How you do that? Launch this thing. Do this, do that. It's a WTC. Do this, do that. I've rambled into some next zone now. I don't even know. <laughs> so I said that to say Hebrews is our book. What are, I gave the leaders, but I'm sure your leaders are speaking to you guys. Um, I will speak through the leaders for you guys to get whatever instructions I've set through the leaders. So um, Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, extremely important for the Paul's family this year. You start from Hebrews chapter 1 and you just start digesting every chapter as you go on. It's the building of faith. That I need that faith. Um, 
I need the faith word in your blood like mad. I need it in your blood. The, the gift of the spirit of faith, that boldness, the gift of the spirit of faith, is that spirit that just is, is incited in the face of impossibility. The gift of the spirit of faith is, is incited in the face of impossibility. When there's a, a wall, and people have said, this wall, no one has conquered this wall for so many years. Then the gift of the spirit of faith says to you, start to sing. Joshua, go around, just praise him. That's mad, isn't it? That's like, okay, what are these? This is weird. But these are how those gifts work because it's God's. Remember I said to you, the faith intelligence is spiritual war, is spiritual logic. That's what PT was saying. So when you get into that faith world, it becomes spiritual logic. In spiritual logic, they look at you and they say, pass this road. And you look at the road and it's water. You say, okay, where's my boat? They say, we said cross the road, cross. Say, where's the road? This is water now. And God said, cross the road, for goodness sake, cross. If you don't believe what I'm saying, you look back at Moses. And he led them through the wilderness. Against, he led them out of Egypt. He said, God led them out of Egypt. So how then did they get to a, a river <coughs> or a sea? They got to a sea, then it suddenly looked like, hey, guy, is God really leading us? Say yes, yes, God is leading us. So why is there block road? There's no block road. It's just time to part. There is road under the sea. Just part it. Damn, it's going to be an interesting year. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting year. When you hear years like this, last year is going to look like just the preparation. It's going to be an interesting year. It's going to be filled with a lot of signs and waters of how God is leading the nation family and the Pulse family. For as many who are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. You must be led by the Spirit. So I've been telling a lot of you, I think I sat down with one of your sisters again. He's telling me, oh, I don't know what to do. I said, you know what you, this means? This just means your word and prayer life is low. When did you start comparing yourself to people outside? No, this person launched this video, so now I have to launch a video. When did you start to use the pattern of the world in order to create your future? I said, get back in the word. Get back in the word. You're, you're, you're setting yourself up to fail. I'm always bold in speaking to you guys because I love you guys. If, if I didn't, I'll just say, yeah, go for it. It's easier to just give people the go-ahead. It's harder to say no and then engage in back and forth. It's easier to just say, go for it. You're good. I'm speaking to one of you. Hey, you want to pick who's going to lead your seed line and be led by the Spirit. Be led, just be led. And whoever you put, it doesn't need to make sense. Just be led by the Spirit. Listen, as PT is preaching, most of what I need to say and do comes from the hearing of the Word. I'm hearing the Word. And in the middle of hearing that Word, it just does me in a certain way. And I, oh, I say, no, this is what we're going to do next. So I'm going to end there. This month for Paul's family is titled The Word and Marketing. The word and marketing. That's the this month is the word and marketing. I just strongly feel that God has to teach us how to market. I just strongly feel that God has to teach us how to market. Don't worry about clients. And those of you who are businesses, don't worry about clients, don't worry about contracts, don't worry about those things. It's marketing. You just got to 
be told how to push yourself out. Not every day billboard. God can tell you, no, this is how you push yourself out. Do this, do this, do this. You know? Oh, wow. PT is on. I didn't, I didn't know PT. Is that PT? Definitely. Nation family is on. PT is on. Thank you, sir. If that's Pastor Toby, thank you. So whoever it is, thank you very much, sir. The word and marketing is the title for Paul's family this month. So God has to teach us how to market. What do I call marketing? It's the birds. Do you remember when Pastor Toby preached that? The birds. That you look at the birds to know where the source is. I think that's even how um, Peter and them lot were trying to catch fish that day and all this kind of stuff. Peter has preached those things. But God can teach you how to market. I've seen marketing going on in front of me according to the word. So someone came to visit us one day. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I hope you got my message. Sir. I sent you a message this morning. Someone can teach you how to market. These are, these are Pastor Sephora and Pastor Mariam and Pastor Sandra. And you have f um, followers that are very good at marketing, isn't it? I need all the companies to know how to market according to the word, according to spirit. Not every day, Pastor Tanisha, them. Not just, ah, yeah, guy, we're going to bang a billboard. No. It's not every day banging billboard. Or, oh, yeah, we're going to um, line up buses and put Pulse Academy on it. No. <laughs> According to word, we got to hear, we got to know. How do I market? So I need you guys to come with very, very, you've been studying the word. Okay, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, You've been studying the word, so now you know how to market. Because so, I saw marketing happening in front of me. A person came from outside, and then PT started to tell them about the family and how the family works. Immediately in my spirit, when my spirit has told me, this person is a bird. Don't worry about anything else this person is saying. This person may tell you, ah, I know whiskey, or I know... Listen, this person is just a bird, so what do you do? You whisper to the birds what you want them to carry. Show, show the birds what you want them to carry on. Don't worry about any, the, don't worry about where the, the origination of the bird. As far as you detect someone as a bird, you're just displaying what you need to display. And sometimes when we see that, say, ah, oh, the man of God is not, is, is, um, he should be more reserved. He shouldn't tell people certain things. No, if you see a bird, this is Solomon's wisdom. If, if you see a bird, you know this bird is going to flutter off and tell people anything that, that it sees. Then bring all your best. Bring everything to, the, to in front. Let the person see and go off and tell tales. That's what you do. So I need the, the marketing people. You guys get out of flesh zone. If you talk to me in flesh, oh, I think I've gone past a certain time. That's why I've gone into this mode now. If you talk to me in flesh, I'm not going to have it, you know. You've you got to be coming to me with very, very, it's got to be word, perfect word almost. I know that's going to sound scary to you, but you have to. You have to. If not, I'll just tell you, sit down. Bird, yeah. He's a bird. Uh, Pastor Arthur knows what I'm talking about. Um, you have to come with a word and say, this is how we're going to do this. This is how we're That's how we got to move this year. All I can see as far as is this is marketing and the word year. I mean, month. So uh, for those of you who are running companies and stuff, we'll do a leadership class and you'll be here. The leadership class will be marketing and the word. I'll preach the word at the end of 
a very strong talks on marketing and stuff like that. And then I'm going to preach the word and give the word and then we're going to go off and then do our thing. Okay. There's a, these people like Trump, them are, are expert marketers. They didn't really have. They just blew their trumpet the right way. The right way, but you need faith. If you if you know marketing, anyone that knows marketing is is probably the most faith thing, the most bold thing. Like out of all the departments of a firm or an industry or an economy, marketing is like the place where man, people are really talking about faith. Somebody is in his bedroom. I said to the guys the other day, I want to be in my pajamas in my room, and someone in China is reading on night shift and going whoa. This is a 50 billion pound company. That's the kind of marketing we have to do. I need that done. That's my focus right now. That's all I can see past because I can't see running around and doing anything. No, it's got to be that. I need someone to be in Hong Kong, log in and just say, okay, this guy, I can give him 100M. I just want to position us to look that way. And that's how what you should start doing. It's not going, believe me, it is not Billboard that will do that. Yeah. Sometimes PT does things that we all run to do it. No. God will tell you how. So I need all the marketers, Pastor Mariam and Cole, you guys, God will give you the um, wisdom to be able to teach according to that line so that we will learn. So that's what we've got to do. Um, if, is there any other news, um, Pastor Andrew, I need to give? No? Okay, so it is Monday. Today is the 4th of um, January, I believe, Yes. The 4th of January, it is still a year of time. Time is now. Let time begin. Um, I made sure that I don't want to take all of your morning, so it's almost 11 a.m. Um, yes, this is a soul-winning week. Thank you for that. It's soul-winning week. And how do I expect you to win souls? Exactly as Pastor Sam was saying, is digital winning of souls. So... Remember Pastor Kim and Pastor Stephen, when I was telling you guys, I hope you are evolving because it's not always going to be, um, what's this place, um, Bagel King locked, shut down. It's not always going to be that. I hope you are evolving according to the word. So make sure you are. Those who you've been inviting digitally, this is now the time. Thank you, sir. This is now the time when your Snapchat profiles your Instagram profiles, ladies, like, like um, Evangelion said, he's right. Don't be ponorous. Don't, sh don't be showing things. We don't want to see those things. Just how, how would you represent a now woman, a new woman generation? How would you represent that? Yeah, that's how you got to do it. How would you represent a new woman generation? Your, your profiles, those of you who are influencers, you have like 5,000 people. 5,000 people. Why can't we have houses logging into the word? You have access to 5,000. So you now got to start knowing how to promote what the word, promoting service, promoting this, this fellowship and get people logging on. Why? Because you have access to people online. Now we're seeing the, the, um, the benefits of you having so many followers and stuff like that. Yeah, so you start to work in those channels, in those fields. We're not going to be able to meet in a big zone yet. So what do you do? You start working within those fields and channels. The, the Kishis. Kishi, I know you're... Kishi is not um, ashamed to do that. She's a woman of God. Such a powerful woman of God. 
And I'm not joking, honestly. She shies away from being called a pastor, but she is. She's, she should be a pastor by now. But Evangelist Kishi, you start working and bringing those people in. I remember, anyway, I won't expose you uh, in front of everyone now. So I'll allow you. Because PT is on so that you still carry some small energy when he's talking to you. <laughs> okay, I love you all. Going to be an awesome day. I'm free. Um, man, that wine contract. We can discuss the wine contract for a bit, you know. I woke up 4 a.m. for like seven weeks. And then I, I saw raw poverty. I was seeing it. Forget that they're paying us. That doesn't mean anything to me because the money they sent, I sold it. But I'm seeing why people don't want to. Because by the time they wake up and do all those things, you now tell the person, send me 50 pounds. Kai, that 50 pounds is a lot of money to them, you know. It's madness out there. I'm seeing madness. But I was so determined to, to make sure that um, I saw through that time and that age. And as soon as 2021 came, God just said, cut it. Just cut the contract. Do what you got to do. And move on. Wine contract was crazy. Uh, shout out to Charlie and Cole. Charlie that helped. Charlie was driving. Pastor Alex was driving. Pastor Alex is such a loyal, good man, you know. So he always helps me when I'm in stuff. Pastor Alex is there. Pastor James. Pastor James and Pastor Wesley. These guys all got stuck in to build what we're building. These are, these are guys that we have such a strong team in um, the Paul's family and in Nightshield. We have such a strong team. These guys just got stuck in. They said, sir, what do you need us to do? Where do we need to position ourselves? That's exactly what they said and how they sounded. It was... I loved it, and yeah, I loved it. It was great for us, it really brought us in. I believe great memories, great memories, waking Charlie up in the morning, sending them out, great memories, honestly. Um, we can say we've done it, and we don't need to go there again. So anyone says, listen, have you done that? We say, yeah, we have done all those things. It was just to fulfill a time, that's all. Our life in Nature Family is prophetic. It's a prophetic, um, uh, family, so it's just to fulfill a time. It's not something we're doing forever. And I knew, I just didn't know how long for. So all I'm buzzing about now is word, word, word. Keeps you sharp, anyways. It's just word. I just want to be preaching. That's how I feel, and I need to make that space. So Pastor Wesley Cyrus and Pastor James have come in, and they've just said, "Sir, we're going to take on this thing. We're going to make sure it's off your hands and you're doing your thing." Uh, shout out to Pastor Eben. Congratulations on your new job, and you started work today. So, Pastor Evan started work today. Awesome. She came, and I promised her a gift in, in Tulse Hill days. Tulse Hill, all the way back in Tulse Hill. You know, even without any money, I had that faith. I just know, yeah, I'm going to have, I'm going to be well. So, I promised her, I'm going to get you a bag so you can go to work. But I think like six years promise kind of thing. But I made sure I fulfilled it yesterday. I said, Pastor Evan... I need you to get into that work and learn. So Pastor Eben wants to get into industrial pharmacy and the distribution of drugs. Very, very important industry, massive industry. The guys who are launching the vaccine and all those kind of stuff, that's her, that's that jurisdiction. So please don't get at her and tell her, oh, why are you um, distributing vaccines and stuff like that? She's not 
in that zone yet, but she's going to grow into all kinds of zones and be able to tell us what's really going on inside. I think that's how believers should be. We should have people inside that are saying, hey, this is what's going on. This is how this is. Da, 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 da. Um, make sure you stay safe. Make sure you guys are doing all your social distancing. I heard that there's going to be a national lockdown and... Um, I don't know when that takes into effect, but that's, that was in the newspapers yesterday, actually, uh, that there's going to be a national lockdown. So I don't know when that takes into effect. Um, I had a meeting with a dear daughter of mine, Fabiola, yesterday, and it was an amazing meeting. So if you see Fabiola around, just have a chat with her, have, give her a hug and have a chat with her. Good young lady. What else again? I think I've covered everything, isn't it? So awesome. Have an awesome day. If there's anything that I've missed out on, please let me know. Um, I do believe it is soul season. It is word season. It is still all of those things. And we're just pressing on. I love the passion I've seen from the preachers, Pastor Stephen, Pastor Arthur, in the word. I love it. I love that. Those are the things I like to see. Pastor Alex, even Pastor Kevin in the word. You know when Pastor Kevin gets into the word, it's serious. And now he's asking all those his questions. You know, Pastor Kevin's questions, uh, they have no beginning and no end because he's always asking questions. But when he gets into that, you know he's in the word. So everybody's in the word, and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love you all. I'm at home. I'm at the Gold HQ. If you need to see me, um, speak with Pastor Niona, speak to Pastor Alicia. Just let me know that you're coming down um, so that we can have a chat. And um, I can encourage you, Pastor Kimberly, uh, continue in your growth of um, what you're doing. And of course, in the Word, when Pastor Kim is sending me scriptures on ending, that's another thing. So everyone is in the Word and everybody's buzzing. I love it. That's the temperature we need to maintain until the end of the year. Love you all.